The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence make asses out of the Los Angeles Dodgers. What a surprise. Like him or not, Kevin McCarthy got himself some balls and looks to know how to deal with the media. And do moral standards mean much anymore? After how I reacted to these two stories this weekend, I don't think they really do. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I hope you had a great weekend. We did football. Dodgers clinched the Western Division Championship, and then they went on to beat Seattle, uh, sweep Seattle this weekend, so that is good. Uh, it's been a really good weekend. Football, saw some great games this weekend. Wife, wife and I went shopping on Sunday, which is something I never do. I hate shopping. Bought myself some clothes because my stepdaughter is winning an award that's being presented by the mayor, which is kind of cool. Uh, I don't know what, I, for all I know, what she's winning is like an attendance award. I have no idea what this award is. It's called, it's like the Shining Star Award or some crap like that. I, I have no idea. But she's won it. She's the only one in her district that's won it, which is why the mayor's presenting it. So that's pretty cool. So I'm going to dress up to the T's. And basically my stepdaughter said, you, you, you're going to meet the mayor. Don't embarrass me. It's like, yeah, yeah, sweetie, he's a politician. They're all asses. So don't worry about it. But anyway, maybe I'll introduce, my, I'll, I'll introduce myself and see what he's all about. I mean, I live in a city, a small city. So I live in the city of Oceanside in San Diego, which is North County in San Diego. And one of the things with these cities, with the mayor, it, it, it's almost as if they're just, it's just a title. I, I don't actually know what this guy does. I mean, he does have his own police department, so we'll, we'll see. I'll talk to him. I'll, fi I'll figure out who this guy is today, tonight. I'll actually look him up and see what his politics are. Uh, chances are he's conservative because every, pretty much everything's conservative in San Diego. All right, so let's get to the news. All right, so let's take a look at what we have in the news. The first bit of news is shouldn't be that surprising. Joe Biden is again on uh, vacation weekend. Right now, the official count, and they are there is actually a group that is counting this out. Uh, Joe Biden has taken 39% of his presidency has been on vacation, has been away from the White House. So I, this guy's not running the country. I don't know what, what this... Well, I know what the need is to push him to be president. It's because there's nobody else. I mean, you, you Gretchen Whitmer or Gavin Newsom... Those are the two guys that they're talking about running against him. How about this? Kamala Harris? Yeah, that wouldn't be a disaster. Okay, let's get to some other news. And this is a, tra a tragedy. Apparently, two 16-year-old teenagers jacked a car in, where was this, Las Vegas. Then they proceeded to drive around the city just hitting cars. Now, if that isn't bad enough, what they decided to do on purpose, was hit a guy named Andres Probst, Probst while he was riding his bike down the street. They hit him. He died. 
The cops eventually arrested them. I'm assuming charging them with vehicular murder. And uh, this was all done on purpose. Some idiot decided to record the video while they were running into cars, hitting cars and putting them. Uh, they say that only one car was hit, but they weren't sure. I saw two cars hit, so I'd say at least two cars were hit. Then they run over this cop, this former cop, on a bicycle. I don't know what they're being charged with. It's got to be murder. This video is going to be used. It, it went viral. This video is going to be used as evidence. They meant to hit the cop. This was not an accident. Everything they did wasn't an accident. And two 16-year-olds were eventually arrested. So the question's got to be, and by the way, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because the two, the cars they damaged and the cop they hit were all white and these two were black. So it's going to be interesting to see if they actually charge these guys with the full extent. I don't care if you're 16 years old. If you show that blatant disregard for life, you're in life you're, you should be in prison for life. I, there is, I'm sorry, these two at 16, they're not going to be different at 19. They're not going to be different at 21. These two are, they've committed murder. And they think absolutely, and by the way, yes, the driver hit the guy and he should definitely be charged with murder. But the passenger is encouraging him. Go hit him, hit him, get him, knock him on his ass. And of course, they threw in the N-word and stuff because that's, they, they're allowed to use the N-word because they are black. And they hit him. Now, is it a hate crime? No, because they didn't actually hit him because he was white. They just hit him. They just wanted to hit somebody. But as far as I'm concerned, these guys, I, I don't want them ever on the street again. These guys should spend the rest of their lives in prison. And I don't give a rat's ass that they're 16 years old. Just an awful tragedy. Just an awful crime. I mean, what makes you think... Hey, you know what? I'm going to get up, jack a car, and then just F up everybody else's lives. Two, I ran two people. One of them apparently had kids in the car. So you ran this gal off the road for no particular reason other than it's not your car and who cares. Basically playing Grand Theft Auto in real life and then just run over a police officer because he's riding his bike. That's the reason they hit him. Hey, go hit him. Hit him. He's, he's the next on the road. Just the mouth. The, Matt Walsh said this best from the Daily Wire. He, he sat back. You know, a hate crime is really a badly phrased term. And why a hate crime is worse than a regular crime like this. Like, let's just say they were hitting this guy because he was white. At least they show some emotion over who they're hitting they're targeting him they actually do hate the guy whereas just the apathy that you can kill someone with absolutely no feeling whatsoever does that really sound like it's much better than a hate crime this is just an individual he could he could have been black who cares it doesn't make any difference to these two the apathy makes this this crime worse as far as I'm concerned well I hope they spend the rest of their lives in jail it's going to be interesting to see of course they their rights are really a concern for everybody because they didn't release their names because they're under the age of 16 
and they're still debating whether to charge him as adults. Listen, if they're old enough to steal a car, drive two people off the road and kill a, a former police officer while he's riding a bike down the street to get some exercise, they're old enough to be charged with adults. We're old enough to know who they are. It's just an incredibly lousy story. Here's another story. Well, apparently, uh, the state of Calif- uh, state of Ontario in Canada has decided that you know we schools should be able to remove books from the libraries because they don't show diversity. And a school took this quite literally. So Peel District School Board decided to eliminate all books published in 2008 and before. So if your book was published in 2008 or 1996 or 1875, this school board decided, you know what, we're just going to get rid of those books because of diversity. Oh, this is the reason they said. So according to Polis Millennial, this is the reason they gave. The blanket censorship is a result of Ontario Ministry of Education decree on equity that demands all books available to students are inclusive. Apparently, at least one school determined that 2008 was the demarcation line between acceptable, inclusive books and those that do not meet this undefined standard. Weeding out publicate. Uh, weeding out by publication date may explain why the very hungry caterpillar is unavailable in the Toronto school. Diane Lawson of Libraries, not Landfills, was told by a kindergarten teacher. So in other words, this school board said, okay, we're going to follow this law, that this, this stupid law that the state of Ontario came up with, or actually the federal government in Canada came up with. And they say, well... Inclusive books start at, in 2009. So between 2009 and 2023, those are the books that are inclusive. Everything else needs to be banned. That includes the Very Hungry Caterpillar picture book, um, Harry Potter, The Hunger Games, Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry, which is the um, story of Anne Frank, those are the books they're banning. Absolutely incredible. Well, one student said she walked into the library, and this is where the complaint came out. The library's empty. They, they say two-thirds of the library is gone. All the books have been pulled from the shelves. Why? Because not a lot of books were made after 2008. Most books were before 2008. If you go into a library and you pick a book on random, there's a 99.9% chance you're going to pick a book that came out before 2008. Wow. in credible And our, our last story, I want to congratulate the Los Angeles Dodgers for, making, for winning the Western Division, Western Division Championship this week, weekend. Congratulations. And for making... Complete asses out of themselves on the very same weekend. Apparently a member of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, who the Dodgers decided against all protests to honor in June during Gay Pride Month, or whatever, LGBTQ plus E, poop emoji, 
they decided to honor. They decided to honor that group. Which, by the way, if you forgot, because I bitched about the, sister, about the Dodgers honoring the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, because they're a Christian hate group. Uh, apparently, one of the guys decided to jerk off in his car up in Humboldt County uh, in last month. He was totally naked, jerking off in the car, door opened. Somebody, they said that, witnesses said that this guy did this to be seen. He was, the police were called, he was arrested, charged with misdemeanor, uh, misdemeanor public nuisance or something. Now, here's the thing. Color me shocked that somebody from the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence decides to jerk himself off in, in public. This is the fetish that we're supporting, that teams like the Los Angeles Dodgers are supporting. Because don't think this guy hasn't done this before. And don't think that the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, I mean, their name says... That they support this kind of behavior. Hey, do what you feel. Do what you want. You feel like a woman, be a woman. You don't like religion, dick religion. This is what these people do. This is not something that's outside of their purview or outside of their realm. This is part of the reason that people like me and you are sitting back and saying, these people need to be abolished. This is the type of perversion that needs to go away. Thomas Sowell said in one of his articles, hey, taboos are good. Jerking off in public is a taboo. Destroying religion or attacking religion, this is a taboo. These things are good things. Taboos are good things. To sit back and say, no, it's not appropriate for a man to dress as a woman and basically make fun of women. That's what they do. Or make fun of religion like pole dancing on a cross with a effigy of Christ on it, that's something that's not acceptable. By the way, you notice none of these people actually go after Islam? They never, I mean, Islam, oh, because Islam is kind of supports rather heavy perversion. Muhammad, as much as they say he was a, a great prophet, Muhammad was kind of a pervert. He he totally was okay with rape. And don't forget, he was a soldier. So, yeah. But they never go after Islam. They never go after Judaism. They're only going after Christianity. Okay, well, there you go. Congratulations, Los Angeles Dodgers. And believe me, you, they got a lot of crap this weekend about that. Everyone was saying, well, congrats, L.A. Dodgers, for doing this. And I'm a Dodger fan. I'm still a Dodger fan. And I, th I think their reaction just basically told the world that, oops, we really screwed up. All right, let's get to our dumbass of the day. I just finished a book by the Babylon Bee on the Guide to Wokeness. And it was a parody of how to be woke. And of course, the Babylon Bee is a religious right-wing conservative publication. 
It's a parody group. It's a parody publication. Funny as crap. It is one of the funniest uh, webs. One of the funniest websites out there. Uh, they have uh, been banned. I don't know how many times on Twitter for making parody uh, headlines, news headlines, and and people actually think a lot of their a lot of their stories are real. So here, here's here's some of their articles. Uh, auto CEOs struggling with whether to replace striking workers with robots or Mexicans. Women scientists say every missing limb on animal increases cuteness by 400%. And they got a picture of a dog with three legs. Most Here's another one. Most successful pedophile bust ever as feds just arrest any adult alone at Disneyland. I mean, that's the kind of stuff they actually publish. Well, one of the longest chapters in this book, The Guide to Wokeness, is microaggressions. The chapter actually is how to be pissed off at everything. And they talk about microaggression. Now, microaggressions, if you don't know what that is, it is the belief that people say things that, are, that actually make you feel tense inside. And they don't mean it. They don't necessarily know they're doing something. But you somehow get upset about it. And they're microaggressing. And by the way, only people of color, gay people, they're the only, maybe women, maybe white women, they're the only ones that can be microaggressed against. You cannot be microaggressed if you're a white, straight man. And, and by the way, that's all true. I, I know the book said that, but th that is actually all true. So here's a girl who's walking down the school, and of course she's filming herself. Okay, so apparently she already changed her hair because that's where the microaggression... Someone, some gal sits back and says, hey, I like the way your hair looks today. And then she, of course, goes off. And of course, she's a black gal. She goes off on micro, this microaggression tangent. Let's, let's listen to this crap. Yeah. Hello, how are you? See, how are you? She came in with can you please not talk about when I switch up my hair? It's, I think it's beautiful. I, I know, but like as a black person, it's to me, it feels like a microaggression. I deal with it all the time at work and you can make that face. I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, I'm telling you how it makes me feel. Everyone's different. But personally, if you like the hair, oh, pretty hair. You don't have to like clarify that it was different each and every time because it makes me uncomfortable. I just like the way you change I know this. I, I'm not looking for any excuses. It's just, it makes me uncomfortable. Now, I got to be honest with you, the plight of the microaggression seems to have gone the way of the dodo. Not a lot of people are talking about microaggression, but this is a prime example. This used to be a viral video. You don't see a lot of microaggression videos anymore because people just realized, hey, these are pretty stupid. But if I were the gal she was talking to like that, I would have said, you know what, F you, then cut your, your bloody hair off. I, sat I sit back and I comp compliment you. Here's something you can say, bitch. How about thank you? That's Isn't that why you made your hair like that? So that people would notice and you'd look good? And then someone affirms that you look good and you're bitching about it? F you.
That's the, basically the response I would have given. I'm sorry, that's a micro... You, you say that to me. I say, you know what? F you. I say, yeah, your hair looks nice. I like that. It's very different. Oh, that's a microaggression and I'm black. And I, yeah, I would tell you, you know, lady, I don't want to hear your effing story. I'm sorry I said you, you, you have nice hair. F you. It's ugly. You should cut it off. I, it's, I mean, that's what... And then every time I'd see her, I'd say, God, you look ugly today. And then I'd walk out. That's how I would handle it. And I'd make sure if this this happened to me at Starbucks because it has happened to me at Starbucks. That's why it's always Starbucks. Someone you 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 misgender somebody at with their pronoun pin. There was one gal there. She was a woman. There's no question she's a woman, and she's got a pronoun pin with he they. In other words, she was using every incorrect pronoun except the right one. And I I called her ma'am by accident because that's that's something. And even my wife caught me this week when we were in Old Navy and we were buying our clothes and I called the guy, sir. And J- Josie sat back and sa- I said to Josie, maybe I shouldn't have called him, sir. She goes, I know. I mean, that's how stupid things have gotten. I said, the worst that would have happened is he would have corrected me and I would have, we would have never gone into Old Navy again because I would have gotten kicked out. I would have told him, you're a sir, get over it. But this microaggression crap is stupid. And this broad here, you're a dumbass and you're stupid and your hair is all left up. You, you don't have nice hair. You look like a bitch. Anyway. All right. So we talked last week. It looks like Kevin McCarthy is actually going to impeach, uh, go for impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden. An impeachment inquiry is just basically research it's it's going it's investing it's more investigations they're only already investigating the difference is with an inquiry they can actually subpoena a bunch of other people so hunter biden for example it sounds like they are going to subpoena hunter biden and one of the reasons they're doing this is because of the gun charge that they indicted hunter biden on now this is a big deal because the gun charge they indicted Hunter Biden in will basically cut off everything. They didn't indict him on the tax charges. They indicted him only on the gun charges. Why? Because Joe Biden had nothing to do with the guns. This happened on Friday. So right now, the big thing that Hunter Biden's attorneys are saying is that we're going to call Joe Biden to testify, which could create a constitutional crisis. The problem is there's nothing Joe Biden could testify to with the gun charge. The tax charges, yes. The tax charges are something different, which is why they want to prosecute Hunter Biden on something just to get rid of the tax charges. Because then you will have a constitutional crisis because then Joe Biden will be called. But they don't want to do that. So here's Kevin McCarthy making the announcement for the charges, for the inquiry, and let's listen. Taken together, these allegations paint a picture of a culture of corruption. Now here's what we know so far. Through our investigations, we have found that President Biden did lie to the American people about his own knowledge of his family's foreign business dealings. Eyewitnesses have testified that the president 
joined on multiple phone calls and had multiple interactions. Dinners resulted in cars and millions of dollars into his sons and his sons business partners. We know that bank records show that nearly 20 million dollars in payments were directed to the Biden family members and associates through various shale companies. The Treasury Department alone has more than 150 transactions involving the Biden family and other business associates that were flagged as suspicious activity by U.S. banks. Even a trusted FBI informant has alleged a bribe to the Biden family. Biden used his official office to coordinate with Hunter Biden's business partners about Hunter's role in Burisma, the Ukrainian energy company. Finally, despite these serious allegations, it appears that the president's family has been offered special treatment by Biden's own administration, treatment that not otherwise would have received that they were not related to the president. These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption. Now, there's a reason I, I, I played two minutes of that, that speech. And there's about another minute left, and a minute and a half left. I, I didn't want to go through it. But there's a reason I played that speech. It's because Kevin McCarthy, last Tuesday, when he announced this inquiry, said, gave out, laid out, the evidence that they do have. They base, basically showed that, hey, $20 million is going around. We've got phone conversations that Joe Biden knew that Hunter Biden was taking money from other countries. By the way, those countries include China, Ukraine, wow, there's a shocker, Russia, Mexico, Romania, Kazakhstan, this guy was taking money from all, basically all of Eastern Europe. He was taking money from Mexico, specifically uh, Carlos Slim, who runs the telecommunications network in Mexico. So here's the thing. I know this stuff. How do I know this stuff? Because it's been out for about, it's been out since 2020. All this stuff has been out since 2020. It makes you wonder what the DOJ has been doing for the last five years. And we've known about this for at least five years. We knew Hunter was taking money from China and Ukraine. At the minimum, we knew about that. We knew that Ukraine was involved somewhere back in 2015. So we knew this guy was involved in some dirty shit for a very long time. And these guys have been, DOJ has been investigating, investigating, investigating. And the most they come up with is a gun charge. They're not even going to charge him in the... They say they're still investigating, but I, I don't believe that. I believe that gun charge is going to get there. He's going to get charged. He's going to get... He's going to plead down. He's going to do nine months of jail time or some crap like that. And then, he, and then that's it. The DOJ is going to let everything else disappear. But the point of playing that clip is that Kevin McCarthy laid out evidence. He's saying, this is the evidence we have, and we're going to show this to the public. Needless to say, this is scaring the crap out of the White House and the media. 
They don't want this. They don't want investigations. They definitely don't want investigations that are played on television where everyone sees them. They don't want any of the FBI and IRS whistleblowers coming up and actually testifying. They don't want Hunter Biden testifying. They don't want his two business partners testifying. Because here's the reality. Two of his business partners have testified about all this. They don't want the bank statements coming out, the voicemails coming out, the emails coming out, the text messages coming out. All this stuff is out. We can look. Books have already been written about it. None of this stuff is a surprise. But what's the media saying? There's no evidence. There is absolutely no evidence. Go to, go to your Google search bar and type in Hunter Biden paying dad's bills. It'll take you directly to a voicemail, probably on Rumble, because I'm sure YouTube has blocked it, where Hunter Biden is bitching and moaning to his sister that he has to pay Joe Biden's bills. Why? Because Joe, that's the price Hunter Biden has to pay to get that kind of access. You got to explain, well, why would Hunter Biden be paying half your bills? Just abs- And then the other thing that's going to come up, which I think should be a mystery to everybody, how does Joe Biden have like four homes? How does he have four mansions when he's been living on a civil servant salary for the last... The the speaker of the... The, the leader of the Senate gets paid $225,000 a year. You can't... How do you afford four mansions on that? I don't know. Well, neither does anybody else. Neither does Kevin McCarthy, and they want to find out. Well, Kevin McCarthy did something which I'm really impressed with. He showed some balls. So there was a reporter who basically started arguing with him and saying, well, I mean, how can you go forward with an impeachment inquiry, which, by the way, is not an impeachment. That's not the process yet. How can you go with an impeachment inquiry when you don't have any evidence? He schools her. Let's listen. What impeachment inquiry is to do is to get answers to questions. Are you concerned about all the stuff that was just recently learned? Do you have any concern? Have you asked the White House any questions? Yes. Okay. Do you agree that, do you believe the president lied to the American public when he said he'd never talked to his son about business dealings? Yes or no? It's all right. I can't answer that. You, You can't answer that? Do you believe when they said the president went on conference calls? Do you believe that happened? That's what the testimony says. Okay. Yeah. Do you believe the president went to Cafe Milano and had dinner with the with the clients of Hunter Biden, who believes he got those clients because he was selling the brand? That's what the testimony says. Okay. Do you believe Hunter Biden, when you saw the video of him driving a Porsche, that he got $143,000 to buy that Porsche the next day? Do you believe the $3 million from the Russian oligarch that was transferred to the shell companies that the Bidens controlled after the dinner from Cafe Milano took place? So the testimony. Okay, then I go back. Do you think the president lied that he... When but he is said, that an impeachable, is lying an impeachable well, you want You want to know, I'm not saying impeachment. All I'm saying is I would like to know, answer to these questions. The American public ought to know, and that's what impeachment inquiry provides. He basically got this gal to admit 
that he had tons of evidence. I mean, he has exact numbers of what was transferred back and forth. And she admits, well, that's what the testimony says. Dumb broad, that's what evidence is. Witness testimony is evidence. Bank, it, it's circumstantial evidence, but bank records are not circumstantial evidence. They are actual physical evidence. And he got her to admit that. And then the big question at the end, well, is lying impeachable? What? What? I mean... Maybe it's not if he wasn't under oath, but do you really want the president, a president who lies about corruption? Isn't that just a sign of corruption? What is illegal is if this stuff is true and he lied about it, yeah, that's 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 that type of corruption is a clear and present danger. I mean, we're not even talking about he parked illegally. They're talking bribery. That's actually mentioned in the Constitution as a high crime and misdemeanor. It's said in the Constitution, bribery. High crimes and misdemeanors such as bribery. That is impeachable. And if he lied about being bribed, yes, that is impeachable. But this is what Republicans have to do. And of course, they're effing it up. You got Matt Gates, Lauren Boebert, uh, Green, all those dumb conservatives, which we'll talk about in a few seconds, I, they're sitting back and they are, they are going off and they're trying to derail Kevin McCarthy because they don't like Kevin McCarthy. They don't think he's conservative enough. He's not doing the impossible. And so they're derailing him. And he's just like, you know what? He's doing exactly what they said he wa they wanted him to do. And they're still bitching. This is a win for the Republican Party, and instead they decide to fight each other on it. Absolutely incredible. Okay, let's get to our next story. Now, the next story is actually two stories in one. And I want to talk about this. I, I want to wrap these together simply because it shows how numb I've gotten to these stories. If these stories happened in 1993... These would be big stories, and calls for resigning would happen on the conservative side. But I'm not resigning or being canceled in one case, but they're not anymore. Because they're, for people like me, I'm just like, whatever. You know, I, I don't believe anybody. I don't think this is a story. So here's, here's one. So Lauren Boebert apparently went to a Beetlejuice musical this weekend. Or last weekend. I'm not sure which weekend it was. And there was video of her vaping, singing, causing a disturbance. She ended up getting kicked out. Then this weekend, more video was released where her boy new boyfriend is feeling her up because... Um, Lauren Boebert has a rack and so he's feeling her up and she's touching him and blah 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 okay so I mean and what happens happened they got kicked out she threw a fit apparently they were drunk the guy is a regular guy he owns a bar oh by the way a gay friendly bar so this guy is not a right wing conservative they got kicked out story done so here's the question. Now there are screams that, 
oh, this is what your Republican Party is, and oh my, she should apologize. And she did apologize. She said it was just, it was really bad taste. It was, I, don't forget, Lauren Boebert just broke off her marriage of 18 years and started dating somebody six months later. This is not exactly a good look, especially for someone who's a self-proclaimed conservative. But here's the thing, I don't think much of it. And the reason I don't think much of it, I don't even think it's much of a story, is because, let's face it, I, all our politicians are like this. Conservative or left-wing liberal, they're all like this. The only thing I don't like about this crap, I wouldn't vote for Lauren, Bur- Lauren Bo- Boebert. I, yes, she has all the same beliefs I do, anti-abortion, pro-gun, really pro-gun. I, I totally get that. But she's dumb as a brick. I mean, the broad is stupid. Okay, she got caught. She's getting felt up. Whatever. I, it, it happens. I, don't tell me a Demo- that doesn't happen to Democrats. By the way, you know who else has a phenomenal rack? AOC. And if I saw AOC get felt up by her boyfriend, which wouldn't happen because I think he's gay, I, I would sit there and say the same thing. I Listen... Just listen to what she says and go after that. Forget about her getting felt up in a movie theater. Who cares? But again, this is the double standard. This is the typical double standard. If this did happen to a Democrat, we've had Democrats, we had a Democrat who had a stroke who can't put four words together and he still is being praised in the media. So I really don't care what Lauren Borbert's doing. Again, does that mean I'd vote for her? No, I wouldn't vote for her. And of course, you've got conservatives and leftists going on complete opposite sides. One one conservative said, I would go to her state and become the citizens of her state just to vote for her. I, I wouldn't. And leftists are screaming she should resign. You know what? Here's the thing. We can be in the middle. I wouldn't vote for her. It was tacky. It was stupid. She shouldn't have done it. And no, it is not worth worthy of her resigning. It's just a stupid bad idea at the time and I'm sorry yes she's got big boobs she shows them off and of course the media always points that that she's always showing off her boobs do you know who has big boobs and shows them off all the time too AOC and of course they focus on her intellectual might they don't focus on her boobs which bullshit they focus on her boobs too it's just such a stupid story. And the story has been going out for over a week. And it's really dumb. We're ignoring the fact that Hunter Biden was smoking crack in a diaper with two Russian hookers. And that Joe Biden is credibly has been credibly accused by his daughter for showering, showering with her when she was 13. But we're going to make a big stink about Lauren Boebert getting felt up on a date. Come on, stop it. That's one story. So, yeah, no, I don't care. I really don't care. And the other story involves somebody who the left has suddenly decided they don't like, Russell Brand. So according to Fox News, actor and comedian Russell Brand has been accused of rape and sexual assault of four women. Uh, let's see, Brand48 denied the allegations in a video shared with a social media platform on Friday as he insisted his relationship have, the relationships have been consensual. The actor said he received several messages from major media companies claiming he was involved in, quote, very serious criminal allegations, end quote, which he described as a, 
quote, litany of extreme, extremely egregious and aggressive attacks, end quote, he said on Twitter. Now, let me be very clear about Russell Brand. I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan. But Russell Brand has, has been red-pilled. And what I mean by that is Russell Brand has realized that the left has gone absolutely crazy. Now, these allegations, by the way, didn't happen last week. The earliest allegation was, is 10 years old. The youngest allegation is 10 years old. There are other allegations that are approaching 20 years. So I decided, okay, you know what? I'm going to wait this weekend. I'm going to see what the media says before I, I find out what's going on. And understand something. Russell Brand, not exactly the purest, most chaste individual. He was a, a major drug addict. I think it was heroin, cocaine and heroin. He was promiscuous. He totally opens up. He admits he was promiscuous. Screwing everything he could find. So he openly admits all this. And then all of a sudden, he becomes completely the opposite of the, the perfect guy. He sits back and he says, he sits back, he gets married, he has kids, he's committed to his wife, he does a podcast where he condemns the left, he believes in freedom of speech, he believes you should be able to carry a gun when you want to carry a gun. He won't, but he believes you should be able to, in the freedoms of the United States. He believes the left is ruining everything. And so he says these things, and suddenly, rape charges. Well, I'm sorry, we've been down this, this road before. By the way, one of the charges, one of the, one of the people who's accusing him, who hasn't filed actual charges against him, it's actually pretty credible. One of them. The other three are just he said, she said. He raped me. I have no evidence, but he raped me. Well, the media, the media has gone all board. And then I just, they've said, oh, he's, he's raped her. Terrible allegations, blah, blah, blah. Of course, nobody has actually filed charges against him yet. We, they, they, some of the police law enforcement have said they're going to investigate, but no charges have been filed. But the media already believes he's guilty. Does this sound familiar to you? Does it sound like Brett Kavanaugh? Here's the thing. Russell Brand's not a conservative. By any stretch, he's right. He's left of center. He, I've listened to his podcast. He is really out there. He's one of these new age, Buddhist, Confucius kind of liberals. But he is just the classical liberal where he believes we can have different opinions. We should just dis discuss them. He's been on Ben Shapiro's show. He's been on Joe Rogan's show. He is willing to talk. And give his opinions on things. And some of those opinions don't go with the left. And his definite lifestyle, a committed monogamous marriage with kids, not exactly a lifestyle the left supports. Now suddenly, we've got rape, rape allegations. One rape allegation sounds like it might be, it, it could be true. But the gal basically said, uh, yeah, I have nothing to do with it. And by the way, not one of the, quote, victims, end quote, will go on camera or will be interviewed. Not one of them. The C, I think it was a, a British news channel, did a, did a acting job where actors read some of the accusations, which is really strange. 
because it makes him look like he's guilty when you have an actor sitting and just reading the allegation. Really kind of strange. So, you know what? I'm going to post this one on bullshit simply because it could be true. I don't know, but I don't care. This is why I don't talk about stories like this because there's just so much grandiose BS thrown out by the media and the media beat on the topic to the point you're just saying it's probably BS. And I believe this is probably BS. Now, does it mean he didn't do it? No. As a matter of fact, there's a good chance he probably did one, did it. Because, you know, he was on drugs. He did have that flamboyant lifestyle at one time. But why did it take 10 to 20 years to come out? Whenever someone screams rape 20 years after, I'm sorry, I'm not going to buy it. That should be something that was dealt with early. Now, the one that, the one that is credible actually happened in Santa Monica, California. And she did go in and report this to police. And she just decided not to press charges. So that one could be credible. Our last story of the day is a juxtaposition of these two stories. And it's Joe Biden lying about something again. And no one, no one says anything about it. Excuse me, not lying. He's not lying. He is actually just being a racist. So Joe Biden, here he is this weekend, or this, I think, uh, Friday, is talking, and he talks about American, African-Americans and Hispanics, workers and veterans, and how those are the people that need to be taking care of the government because none of them have high school diplomas. Not kidding you. Let's listen. We not only recovered all the jobs we lost during the pandemic, we've added millions more. We've seen record lows in unemployment, particularly, and I've focused on this my whole career, particularly for African-Americans and Hispanic workers and veterans. You know, workers without high school diplomas, the lowest unemployment rate in 70 years for women now. If Donald Trump had said that jobs for African-Americans, Hispanics, and veterans were necessary, like ditch-digging jobs, because none of them have uh, uh, high school diplomas, do you think that maybe he'd get into trouble? Or maybe the media would have 16 people on a panel, on C- there'd be 16 people on a panel on CNN talking about this for 35 minutes? Do you think that might happen if Donald Trump said what he just said? And by the way, you might throw this off as Race as pre- just prejudice. It's just an old man saying something prejudiced because old men saying prejudiced things happens. And I, I agree with that. My grandfather, for example, in his 80s used to say prejudiced things like this. But no, I'll say he's a racist. And I'll say he's a racist because he's been saying crap like this for decades. I mean, don't forget, he said the same thing about Clarence Thomas during the Clarence Thomas uh, hearings for him to be on the Supreme Court. Here, you, you want to you remember some things? Here's a little thing I threw together from some other uh, websites on things that Joe Biden has said in the past, in, in the past 10 years, concerning race. You cannot do it. 
Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids, wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids. No, I really mean it, but think how we think about it. In Delaware, the largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. I'm not joking. Look, we need to reform the criminal justice to make sure black mothers feel confident when they send their child, their, their son out on the street that they're going to be safe. We got to recognize. We got to recognize that kid wearing a hoodie may very well be the next poet laureate and not a gangbanger. And if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Question: He said all this stuff in the last. I mean, then we we also can't forget that he used to deal with anti-abolitionists back in the 70s and 80s back in the 80s 70s and 80s so he there were people who were blatant racists during his tenure and he he negotiated with them let's not forget that he also did a eulogy for a grand a grand cyclops of the KKK i mean this guy is a pure racist but here's the question why wasn't this brought up? Why is it I had to find this on on Twitter or X or whatever it's called this week? That this isn't talked about. If Trump said this, this would be a disaster for him. He'd be called a racist again. We'd, we'd hear about Charlottesville again. But no, it's not talked. So I don't want to hear when conservatives are accused or people who lean towards democracy and free speech, they're accused of things. When guys like this, and by the way, let's not forget, Joe Biden's been credibly accused of lots of things. There's videos of him inappropriately touching and sniffing little girls. There is credible evidence that he may have been abusing his, sexually abusing his daughter. And that credible is, the daughter said it in her diary. There is credible uh, evidence that Joe Biden is corrupt. But everything is being ignored. But suddenly Lauren Boebert gets her boob touched at a at a concert, at a play, at a musical, and we need to get rid of her for that. No, I'm sorry. Double standard doesn't work. Okay, I hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics.